Hey, I'm Andrew Hales. Welcome to another edition of Chatting With. I'm here with Claudia. Hi, Andrew. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, Claudia Ackley? Yes, Claudia Ackley. You 100% believe in Sasquatch? 100%. 110%. Uh, when was the first sighting? Um, actually, it was in 1996. I went with two roommates of mine, and we went to Yosemite National Park. We were young kids at the time and uh, very irresponsible, didn't know about nature. And um, we hiked a huge mountain called Upper Falls hmm. in Yosemite. And what happened was most people that hiked that, that mountain, it was about six hours of hiking with, with our gear and stuff. Um, we noticed that people would come all the way up to Upper Falls. There's a Lower Falls and Upper Falls. They would take pictures and they would go back down. We were the only dummies that were out <laughs> and popped a tent. You know, we just decided let's just hang out here for three days and just enjoy nature. You, so, you weren't supposed to do that? No, we, we, we could, but okay. most people just left back down the mountain. Okay. We were kind of solo at the time, you know, yeah, yeah. not a lot of campers out there. Mm -hmm. So what happened was um, before we went there, they, we had to get a fire permit to, to start a fire. So they taught us about bears. They said there's a lot of bears out there that you have to be careful with, you know, um, bears. So that was on our minds, you know. So that night they gave us a canister to throw over trees to, to hide away from the bears. But my one of my roommates was a bit irresponsible at the time and he had a box of granola bars and before we went to bed i said do you want to like hide the granola bars he's like nah like we'll be all right it's, <laughs> it's all right no no yeah so basically in the middle of the night we heard this growl that literally shut it, it sent shivers down our, our, our spine so i was in the middle my two roommates were on the side and i we both sit up and we and i said like oh my god there's a bear there's a bear here and then i pointed at like the granola bars like there's you know it's smelling food so mm -hmm. as he's grabbing the granola bars, I grab a flashlight. My other roommate's still laying there with his eyes wide open, but scared, you know. So what happened was he started unzipping the tent very slowly, and I got a flashlight. And what happened was, um, like, he threw the box of granola bars as far as he could. He was a strong, strong guy. And uh, basically, within a minute, I grabbed a flashlight and started looking, started from the bottom, started to look just to see if I could see the bear. And I saw something huge, bipedal, like walking. Bipedal means walking yeah, on two yeah. feet. And then we both looked at each other and we we're like, what was that? What was that? And he's like, a bear, I guess. I don't, I don't know. You know, and that night we couldn't sleep, of course. The minute like the, the sun went up, we started packing our tent. We looked around for the box of granola bars, never found it. Hmm. So for years, that was always on my mind. Like, what was that thing that was walking in the wood line? It was like a split second. How, how old were you? I was, I don't know, uh, 21 maybe. I was young. Okay. <laughs> Those days. Um, yeah. So we basically packed that day and left and kind of ruined our trip because yeah. we were like, that was pretty scary, you know. But for years, I wasn't confident. I had no confidence at the time. And yeah. um, years go by, I get married. I'm, a single, uh, I'm not a single mom at the point, but I was married, you know, and I was a stay-at-home mom. And we were talking to some friends and they said, what is your most scariest moment? And I, I brought that, that situation up and she said to me, like, well, maybe it was a Bigfoot. And I'm like, what? Like, what? Uh. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not a sci-fi type girl. Never was a sci-fi type girl. Hmm. So she said, research it, you know. So I started getting on, like, YouTube and putting in the word Bigfoot. And I started seeing all these, like, like information about Sasquatch. Hmm. So I started getting involved and just, like, researching it and noticing that thousands of people have had sightings. And um, there's a lot of videos of them. There's a lot of hoaxers, of course. There's a lot of people that don't tell the truth. Mm -hmm. So I became friends with a woman named Barbara Shoup. And she has a YouTube channel that she just started, and it's called Barb and Gabby. So she actually invited me to go up to her area where she lives, and apparently she's got them all over her, her property. Huh. So at that time, I didn't have a, a Facebook account, 
and I just was talking to her through YouTube and I decided to go up there. I took her on, on, on the invitation that she was so gracious to, to invite me out there. So we were out there for seven days, seven nights and everything you can experience as far as Sasquatch activity, we were able to experience. I was like rocks were thrown at us and um, huge screams and growls. And this is before the, the footage with your daughters, right? This is okay. before. So this is actually not like September of 2014. This okay. is, now we're fast forwarding. Mm -hmm. So, uh, she has a YouTube channel and she's, she's got like a stick and when she turns on her YouTube channel, she never says like, okay, I'm going to turn on the camera now. She's very, she wants us to be as natural as possible for her channel. Yeah. So we were walking on a trail one day, there were seven of us walking and she said like, she, she was showing us, she, I want to show you this tree that's been twisted, like with hands, I, I want to show you. So we mm -hmm. walked like towards the left off the trail and we, she started talking about this tree that's been like broken in three pieces. Hmm. And at that point, I felt like something was watching us. I had that, that feeling. You see me look on camera, you see me, and then he was, he was about a five foot Sasquatch juvenile. And as soon as we did eye contact, his expression to me was almost like, this is how I tell people, this is an expression. If you ever like walk into somebody who's getting dressed and you're like, oh, like you're kind of like, you, you, yeah it was like that he he was he he looked scared you know and at mm. that moment i'm looking at him going like what is this washington creature that i'm looking at yeah. and she's still talking and at that point he was holding with one arm on a tree and he jumps off a tree and i could see his nails as he's going down the tree he had black long fingernails and i was looking at him and it happened like a couple seconds he takes two steps and then gets on all fours and runs away from us and at that point she sees him running away from us she says like did you guys just see that so at that point, the shock factor, to me, that question was answered. Do they exist? Do they not exist? Well, I just saw one 75 feet from me, five feet. He was about five feet. Wait, you say he got, he got on all fours, though. They, they, they do walk. Uh, it's, we call it quadrupedal on okay. all fours when all they right. run fast sometimes, or they walk uh, bipedal on two, yeah. two legs. So kinda, kinda I was like primates. Kinda, yeah. yeah, like primates. Right. So at that moment, I mean, the structures I saw there, the, ricks, the, the rocks that were being thrown at us, I knew in my heart, okay, they do exist. I've seen it for myself. Hmm. Now, when I went with Barbara, I didn't want her to say like, show me old prints, like their footprints. I wanted to find things on my, uh, on my own, just to, I wanted questions answered for myself. I, I wanted to find things on my own without somebody showing them to me. Cause you, you don't know if somebody's like kind of put them there, <laughs> you know, I kind yeah, of, yeah. so we were in the wilderness in, in Washington state. So. At that point, um, I wasn't very happy with my marriage. I was married 20 years. I was in a very toxic relationship, had two kids, and I had to make a final decision of like, there's so much of this life that we don't even know that I feel that I need to, I, I want to change my life in so many positive ways, you know, and I want to learn about the, the species cause, hmm. because I've seen it and I know it's real. Hmm. So, um, wait, wait, you said there's footage from that encounter? Yes, there is. Um, of the... Of the whole Bigfoot, the whole the, the the juvenile Bigfoot. Yeah, I don't think I saw that video. I, I I'll send it to yeah, you. Yeah, Pieces oh. that are supporting it at either end. Yeah, that had to been, you know. Yeah. Like a thrust and not a hang. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Something if hard and fast. For any amount of time, the that heck was that? Did you see that? Sam's checking it out. You know. Yeah. Like a thrust and not a hang, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, something they, hard and fast. For any amount of time, the heck was that? Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. We'll just include that, yeah. And it's interesting because on, <clears throat> on her camera, I mean, she didn't have a great, the greatest camera. Mm -hmm. She's, she, you know, they struggle financially. And um, it was like, on, a, it was like video, a camera. It was like a phone or something. Yeah, it was. She was using an iPod, I believe. It mm -hmm. was, you know, and she just started her channel, so she's, you know, and uh, 
on the video it looks translucent but you could see his huge eyes you could see something jump from the tree and run away hmm. and at that moment still i was thinking what because i when i see it when i think of bigfoot i think of like a thousand pound creature 10 feet tall hairy big this guy was little he was not not intimidating at all you know it was it was a great experience and hmm. but i was able to see his, his huge eyes and his chimpanzee looking body you know and i knew oh my gosh this is amazing like, totally not a bear not a bear not a bear at all like he had huge like he looked like human okay. in the face but a chimpanzee body okay so um and then fast forward to the the third encounter third encounter with so, your daughters with my daughters and that was pretty life-changing <laughs> i swear to god mom is it by the tree? Yeah. Uh, so the subject... I swear to God. ...in question is between the the V here, um, the head. Here's the, the video, the still shot from the video. And here's the comparison photo sent by uh, Cla Claudia. <laughs> that was very intimidating what, and it changed my life. What year was that? That was uh, March 27, 2017. And then after that you with that footage you wanted to sue the state or something like that she called the authorities but says no one believed her she goes i'm sorry you saw a bear and i said no 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 <laughs> this was no bear like i know what i saw now she's filed a lawsuit suing the california department of fish and wildlife for refusing to acknowledge the existence of bigfoot well what happened was if i could just tell a quick story yeah, sorry, is, yeah. no we, we decided to move to um to crestline in, in the mountains and um you know i used to tell myself like where do i start looking here there's like so many thousands of acres and hmm. um basically um my better half ed brown and i um for some reason when i would gps to get my daughters they go to school in rancho cucamonga i have to drive i didn't know where we just moved i didn't know where to turn to to get on the road to pick up my daughters when we first moved hmm. so i would gps um rancho cucamonga and for some reason, it would end, take me to the end of this trail, like like five times. And I was thinking, like, it's like the end of this beginning of a trail. Like, maybe I should just start looking here. You know, it's hmm. by our house. Like, it's convenient. So when my daughters went with their dad for their visit, I asked my better half, like, hey, let's go on a date night. Let's check out this trail. So we decided to go, and it was great. We had a great time. We went Facebook Live. And um, we did notice there's three trees that are blocking the trail all within 100 feet, which I thought was unusual. But... There's like homes around, you know, and I thought, nah, this doesn't look squatchy. We call it squatchy. It doesn't look like there's <laughs> any signs of primate behavior or anything. Okay. So we had a great time. Um, a couple days later, my daughters were home and um, I don't want them on social media all the time. I want to be like the best healthy mom. I want them to enjoy what life has given us. And um, so I decided to take them on, a, on, a, on that trail. So hmm. they were excited. At that point, I work with hospice patients. I'm in the medical profession and like I had my hospice shoes on. When I usually go like in the woods, I carry my boots and <laughs> I'm really prepared. Mm -hmm. At this point, I took my bear spray, my cell phone, <clears> and um, we started hiking on, on, on that trail. And my youngest daughter who was 11 at the time was in the front. And then my 14 year old was in the middle and I was in the back. And I was explaining to them, there's mountain lions. Like you have to watch out for mountain lions. They get you from behind. And sometimes they jump off trees. And hmm. when, when you see a bear, like you don't run from a bear. and I would, they were like rolling their eyes going oh my god mom like just let's just go on a walk you know and <laughs> mm -hmm. uh basically uh 
I also gave my 14-year-old daughter my car keys, and I said, if something happens, God forbid to me, like, this, here's the keys. Like, I wanted their safety first. You know, mm. I just felt I needed to tell them that. And I told them, no matter whatever happens, never show fear, ever. Fake until you make it. Never mm. show an animal fear. So she, she, they were like, okay, mom, you know. And <laughs> what happened was we showed them the, I showed them the first tree that's been blocking the trail, still alive. And uh, a lot of people, when they have Sasquatch sightings and they get on a trail, they notice there's a lot of trees that are blocking the trail. Almost like they don't want humans to, I mean, this is yeah. what we suspect, you know, and hmm. um, we showed them the first tree. And then the second tree, um, at that point, I took a picture of my daughters and my, you see my youngest daughter walking. Um, my dog is, I had a puppy at the time. She was frozen, just frozen. Didn't even notice it at the time. Mm-hmm. And my daughter's posing for the picture I just took. And then all of a sudden, I, we turned the corner and I'm seeing my daughter, my youngest daughter, like flipping her hair, walking around, singing, skipping. And then she, she looks left to right and then she's frozen after she passes the third tree completely frozen so at that point as a mom i'm thinking i hope she's not seeing something please don't let her be seeing something at that point my 14 year old she like catches up to my daughter now and at that point she's frozen looking straight and i'm thinking okay this is where my mom instincts come in and i have bear spray i have my cell phone so what i did is i ran as fast as i could in front of them and as i was running behind my daughters to get in front of them I saw my youngest daughter turn around and she had the most horrifying look on her face of that I've never seen in like 11 years. She just was like, you know, just this. Hmm. And I knew at that point there's something in front of them. I'm assuming it's a bear for some reason. So I'm thinking, okay, I got to prepare. <laughs> I got to get ready to protect my kids. I run about <coughs> 20 feet in front of my daughters and I see this enormous creature. It looked like a Neanderthal man. And he was just sitting there looking at us. And I'm thinking this is not happening. This is really not happening. Um, hmm. And for some reason, I was in like a shock type of moment. And I, I start walking up to him, like just in, in like a, a daze, just started walking. I'm like, this is just a tree. St- this is just a shadow. This is not really happening. And then all of a sudden, I could see him turn his head. And, and in my head, like something said, don't get any closer. So I stop. I stop on my tracks. So at this point, I'm asking, my daughter's starting to freak out. Like, she's starting to say, like, Mom, Mom, I swear to God. And she doesn't, like, ever say, I swear to God. She's very, she goes to Bible study and stuff. And my little one's saying, I want to go home now. It's time for us to leave. We have to go, Mom. We have to go. And at that point, I'm looking at him. And in the medical profession, we are trained that you want to always have a controlled environment. So if a patient starts getting out of control, family members start getting out of control, you have to be stern with, like, your environment you got to keep your environment under control hmm. i remember turning around and just saying stop you need to take a deep breath stop do not panic do not panic it's going to be okay and i turn around and look at him like Ugh. and at that point i look at my I'm, I'm my daughter's behind me and i say i'm i'm asking them do you do you see a head do you see shoulders do you see the, I'm, I'm like i'm basically yeah. asking are you seeing what i'm seeing in front of us right now confirming your and reality. confirming it so at that point, I could see him looking his head. He's looking at the three of us at this point. I could see him actually turning his head, looking huge, massive eyes. And I'm thinking, so then. How, how tall is he? Well, he was about 30 feet up on a tree. He okay. probably weighed an estimate of about 800 pounds. And if, if some, I didn't know his, his um, I didn't know how tall he was because he was 30 feet perched on a tree. Hmm. And, but we were on a, on a hill. So like we were basically face to face. At that point, I didn't know there was a hill. I thought I was he was by standing by a tree. Mm. And uh, at that point, um, I remember just uh, 
I, they have language. We believe that, that Sasquatch species have language. There's a man named Ron Moorhead who, like, he has... There's a man named Scott Nelson who are... I mean, their government... One's a government official who worked for the, the, the you know, the government, and he, he analyzes language. And um, people have heard whoops. They, they When there's humans around, um, sometimes you'll hear a wood knock. And that's basically when you get a piece of wood and you hit another, like a tree... That tells others there's humans around. We believe that's their warning sign that there's humans around. Hmm. So when I looked at him, I whooped at him, like, because I know they do that hmm. since I've been researching it. And then when, he, when, when I whooped at him, the reason why I did it is because I wanted to tell it, I know you're kind. And mm-hmm. don't look at my kids. Look at me is basically what I was trying to tell them. We don't know what it means. Like the the W H O O P. Yeah, like the, like <laughs> <Whoop>. big <laughs> like like Bigfoot says that. Yeah. Like whoop whoop whoop. You hear that in wood knocks. You do it very well. Whoop. <laughs> um, so you did that. I did that. And then it whooped back. No, it just like at that point it just stared me down. Like, hmm. did she just say what I thought she just said? And which was a bad thing to do because I don't know what it means. It could say, come eat me, like, or here's food. I have no okay. idea what it or means. Or let's fight, yeah. So, but I wanted his eyes to get off my kids and just focus on me because I'm going to die for my kids if I have to. I'm not going to, hmm. I'm not going to win against them, but I'm going to do whatever I can to protect my children. So about a month goes by at that point and uh, I decided, you know, something has to be done. Like these things are real and... Uh, there's a man named Dave Politis who's a retired police officer. He's got a book called Missing 411. And there are thousands of people that disappear and mysteriously in the woods, like, you know, Yosemite, all over the United States. And uh, what he's done is he's researched, like, all these, it's very suspicious. It's not like if somebody was suicidal or homicidal or depressed that they investigate. These are children that are missing, two, three years old, that they were right behind their parents. And they found this child dead, like up on this mountain within three hours. No way a possible child can climb a mountain. Just, there are certain yeah. circumstances that are very interesting. A lot of missing people that disappear very quickly from groups of people. Yeah. So and never, ne- they've, they've never been found. The book is called Missing 411. Well, and there's the documentary. It's an unknown what happened to these people. It extends far beyond just kids. Hundreds of people vanished from our national parks and forests under very unusual but very similar circumstances. It's weird. It's like it's if there's mountain lions, people can say, well, that's a mountain lion, you know, but they find clothes that have been taken off the body and folded. But it's just, it's very, very suspicious. Folded? Folded. Just like if you take off clothes, no bites on the clothes, it's been like stacked very nicely. Just, um, very interesting things. Um, okay, so now you're in a case against the state of California? Right. So basically I called the... First of all, you don't know who to call. Like, who do you call? Like, Sasquatch Hotline? Yeah. None. <laughs> so I think, do I call the fish service, a uh, fishing game, wildlife, mm-hmm. uh, forest service, like, sheriff's... You don't even know who to call. So I just decided to call the sheriff's department. And it's hard. That, that phone call is hard because you people think you're crazy. So yeah. I basically said, look, my name is Claudia Ackley. I had a Sasquatch encounter, and I said, I want to report this. And then it's like silent on the phone. Uh, well, we don't get a lot of phone calls like this, and we're not even sure who to direct you to, but what's your phone number? We'll call you back as soon as I find out who is the right person you need to talk to. And I said, okay, fair enough. Hmm. At that point, within three minutes, the phone rings, and it's a fishing game. And she said, so you had a Sasquatch encounter? I said, yes, I did. 
And I said, there was, my daughters were witnesses. I said, we found a 22-inch footprint, which is huge, a 13-inch footprint. We have two videos of it. And I said, I want to report this. It's important. You know, so she said, okay, what's your address? I'm on my way. I said, okay, fair mm -hmm. enough. Five minutes, she was at my house. Very professional. She, let's call her Debbie. Mm -hmm. She, you know, I, I shook her hand. I said, look, I'm in the medical profession. I'm not crazy. I'll do a drug test, a psych evaluation. Whatever you need me to do, I am telling you the truth of what we saw. I said, this is not a bear, you know, and I said, this is something that we saw close up and um, I want I want to report this. So basically, she said, I, I want you to know I'm not alone here. My supervisor's on the other end and I'm going to be texting him what you're telling me. Mm -hmm. And you have video of it? I sure do. She said, okay. So she said, let me see the video. I showed it to her like seven or eight times. Let me enlarge the picture. Is that his eyes? Is that his, that his ears? Is that mm -hmm. his, yes, that's him. So she said, okay. So she starts messaging her supervisor. At that point, we're all waiting for him to respond. He responds, and she takes. She looks at her cell phone. She takes a sigh, and she says, you saw a bear. And I said, no, no, I did not see a bear. I know what I saw. I know what bears look like. This was not a bear. Hmm. And she kept trying to convince me. I'm not going to say everything we said, but I said, look, like I'm in the medical profession. This is really important. I said, these things are huge. They're dangerous. They can be. And I said, what are you going to do about it? And she said, well... And she kept trying to convince me. You saw, and I said, "No, I did not see a bear. I'm a very strong-willed person. I'm not. I, I don't care what people think of me. I, I want to help people. This is this is a big deal, you know." And I said, "I'm not in it for myself. You look like a nut for one, because you know Bigfoot. Like you know. Yeah. Second of all, financially, this is very expensive. This this lawsuit that I'm doing. It's not anything. I don't want to. I'm not a materialistic person. I'm very content with my life. Yeah. I do well. Like I, I don't have to. This is something that I want to do to help." People. <laughs> so you're, you're seeking money from the state? No, I don't want money from the state. Okay, what, so what's the... So what I want them to do is they're derelict of their duty, which means when somebody calls, which many people do call, but you don't hear the stories, they come and say, you saw a bear. Don't even talk about it. There's no Bigfoot. Basically, I want them to do an investigation. When people call and say, look, I saw a Sasquatcher. They're on my property. I'm scared. Um, I want them to do an investigation, help that person out, figure something out. Hmm. Second of all... I, I don't have a body, and you need a body to prove to the government that these things are, are true. They exist. Yeah. I don't have it, but I have plenty of DNA. DNA that comes back unknown primate, unknown species. So if somebody has hair and it's DNA, like, well, I'm going to do whatever I can to get the evidence I need to prove it in court, in a court of law, just saying, look, these, these things are, there's plenty of eyewitnesses. Um, They're keeping it a secret? I don't think they're, they just don't want to acknowledge the fact that we're not alone in these woods. You know, I just... Well, I mean, well... Well, there's, I, in my opinion, this is all my opinion, mm -hmm. but the logging industry, there's millions of dollars. There's also public safety, like fishing, the fishing, the camping, like... And I believe that if the government can't control something, then what they're not going to do is they're not going to acknowledge it. And I don't believe that they can control these creatures that are in the woods. Hmm. My honest opinion. It's just my opinion. They're very, very stealthy. They're ninjas in the woods. How, you know? how, how does the logging industry, what stake do they have? Well, I mean, if, there's, if, if they come up with like proving the existence of, of they, they do exist, mm -hmm. well, then they're going to have like rights, you know, like the, we, can't, we can't log, we can't. So that's, that's money that's involved. Well, we have rights for bears and everything else. Well, yeah, but it's different. I, I believe it's different. These, more, these are more humanish looking. Hmm. creatures I, I believe in my opinion they're more animalistic as far as physical they can run fast people have seen them crawl on their bellies like they 
jump off trees. They, they're fast runners. But I believe they also have intelligence. They have language. People have seen them, like hunters that like, um, have a scope on them. They've seen them talking, like, talking to each other, you know, wow. and using signals and hand signs. And um, I mean, these are just stories that I, I get 30, 40 messages a day on Messenger. It's kind of slowed down now. But people saying, look, I have them on my property. I've seen them. There's clans of them. They have children. They have, there's women. You know, what, and, what area do they usually? Oh, live all over in? the United. I have I have messages from all over the United States. I have huh. dogs. I've, I don't know if I sent you the picture of <coughs> dogs impaled thirty feet up on a tree, deer's that I've impaled impaled on a tree. Uh, I have uh, pictures of deer's their necks have been twisted but not eaten. I have hogs that are on trees. I well, have mooses I mean, that are wrapped around a tree. It's just like, I can go on and on. Those you know? could I mean those could very well just be humans doing that. Well, possibly, but I mean I don't know many people that are gonna impale a dog thirty feet up on a tree, especially like I mean, all, I mean there's yeah. a lot of sick people I'm sure in the world, but <laughs> Okay, so you're so you win the case, then the state needs to acknowledge people claiming Sasquatch. Well, do their job. Their yeah. their mission statement is to protect game, protect the, the public. And you have a lawyer? Um I, like we're, how's we're, like how's it work? Like what? Uh, well, first of all, lawyers don't want to touch me because they're thinking they're gonna like their practice is gonna be hurt because we don't want to like you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is crazy. This is like yeah. you know, and uh, I have a, I had an attorney named Bobby Garcia, and basically, um, I work with a man named Todd Standing who has a documentary. Um, it's called Discovering Bigfoot, and it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Basically, what happened was um, he offered his services to me, and he flew down and stayed with me for a week. Because he also has a Canadian lawsuit against the government hmm. to try to change things for, for the species. I want species protection. Okay. And I'm not saying, I want to say something to clarify. I don't believe they're all bad. We had no aggression on our encounter. There was at least three of them that, I, that were around. Three Nothing animals, bad yeah. happened. No screams. They didn't show its teeth. But there are some people that have had horrific sightings that have PTSD, that go to drugs, do alcohol, because they don't know who to go to. They hmm. don't even know who to talk to because they get ridiculed like you saw Bigfoot come on you know it's just so you're suing you're suing the state but you're not see you're not getting any money I don't want any money from it no any money that comes out of this like say somebody wants to donate money Mm. I'm gonna start a national PTSD group through throughout the United States Mm. what I'm doing is I'm picking one person from each state they're responsible for picking people in their cities to have people come and express what they've seen because a lot of people are very traumatized from what they've seen or what they've experienced not all of us have great encounters. There's horrific stories. Yeah. So. Yeah, you mentioned you have DNA. Where you you like found the hair from Prince? Um, it's hair, and uh, I can't really disclose it until the the case is. Uh, I can't. So you're really. in the process of the case now. Yeah, when, I'm not gonna stop with my court case. When, I, oh, I wanted to tell you, basically, this attorney called Todd Standing in Canada. He's a Canadian, and he said, "Look, I'll take her case." But we, when Todd and I were here together, we wrote, it's called the writ of mandate. And uh, basically it's, a, it's my complaint to the courts of why I'm doing this. And this is just like, okay, let's say I saw you walking with your buddies on that trail that day. And I was walking with my daughters that day. And I know that you're in danger walking with these things in the woods. They're huge. Hmm. What am I going to say to you? Hey, Andrew, don't go in there. There's Bigfoot. What would you think of me? Uh, you think you're crazy. Okay. So I want that to change because the truth is they were out there. And how am I going to warn people? Hey, don't go out there. There's huge animals out there. Well, what kind of big animal is out there? I'm not going to lie. Well, is it <laughs> is it that much of a problem? How many people are disappearing? 
a lot of people have disappeared. Like, do we do, we do we have a, an exact number? Like, well, that's one thing that Dave Polite has tried to do. He went. We use a Freedom of um, Information Act, and they will not disclose. They say we don't have a list of the disappearing people. So hmm. the national parks don't have a list of the people who have gone missing. Are you kidding me? Hmm. So basically, they said we'll give you a list, but you need to give us like a couple million dollars, and we'll give you a list. They said that. They said that to Dave Politis. He's someone you might want to interview, but um, and and he's not going to say he, we don't know what's taking these people. I, he's, I mean, we can't say it was Bigfoot or you know we don't know we don't know yeah. you know. But there's these circumstances. There's clusters of people in the United States that people become missing. You know, and it's a. Uh, hmm. If if you start researching, like if you go on YouTube, if you get on podcasts, you'll you'll start hearing people's yeah. experiences. You know and. They're all over. They're like over the world, you know, basically. Well, it just doesn't add up. Uh, like they, scientists would have found found them by now with all the technology we have. Like we've had bears and everything. Well, the just, sci- the scientific community, they're they're very educated people. They're they're you know there are some scientists by the mm-hmm. way that are involved in this, and I actually have primatologists that will testify on my behalf. We mm-hmm. have a finger fingerprint um, experts that will come. There's a man um, who actually. There was a fingerprint on a car because they, they, people have said that they, like when they live on a property, that they see them looking through the windows like at night. And uh, somebody was able to get fingerprints. And this man who is not, he's scientific, said There's, they don't exist. Like, do mermaids exist? You know, like, and basically said, just give us a chance. Look at these prints. Hmm. The dermal ridges were not human. And he was convinced these Sasquatches are real because of their prints. You know, and also their facial prints, too. They sometimes put their, like, Face on the on the, the glass. When's the case gonna wrap up? Do you well, know? oh, it's gonna take a long time. But um, yeah. right now we're looking for better attorneys to, to represent me. And um, I mean, if how are you funding the attorneys? Um, by people that are aware that these creatures exist, and they're some Donations? like Bobby Garcia is doing it pro bono. Okay. So looking for pro bono. I'm a single mom. I I, I have a hard, I mean, yeah. I struggle like you know everybody else. You know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But uh. I believe that this creature, I believe that my sighting was to help people and that's what I want to do, you know, and I don't care what people think because in my head when people laugh at me or they say she's crazy, it doesn't matter because I saw this physical creature hmm. in front of us with my kids and it's like, and I've seen two, yeah. possibly three, you know, so it's like, to me, it's, it's, it's my mission. I believe we all have a mission and I want to do things to at least educate the public. But you know what I was telling people? It doesn't matter what footage you have because if you have the best footage of a Sasquatch, you're considered a liar or a hoaxer or crazy. Hmm. You made that up. So basically, what we need is physical evidence, basically a body, mm-hmm. DNA. You know, and I'm, Why can't we get one? We don't know. It, they're very ninja in the woods. They're very, very... Um, if, if you go out there, and when I, this is actually what I would thought, if I, when I was looking at this massive creature, mm-hmm. this massive animal, if I was thinking, if I had a gun and shot it, there's others that are around you that will, I mean, they, they, they take care of their own family clan. I, that, I feel you That be, sounds silly. How? <laughs> Tell me. Like, I mean, if you have a Ruger or a rifle, yeah, but do you think that if you start Okay, so they're shooting, all hiding. They're very They're never elusive. alone. Usually they're never alone when there's a Sasquatch encounter. If you look at if you if you do your research and start like looking at it, they usually are in like groups. It's not just one alone. There are there are some that are called rogues. They are and they're considered bad. Like they're mm-hmm. not considered to be in part of any clan. If you saw like one face to you're face to face with one, 
I'd get I'd get out my phone. Okay, you're gonna be in front of an 800 pound. I mean, they're massive, massive creatures. <laughs> I'd still get point, out my you're phone. Gonna point something I'd, at I'd make sure at least that I'm gonna get the footage dying. <laughs> you know. See, I, I not when you have two kids. Say you have two kids, you gotta protect. You're gonna um, piss off something. It's like running into an African elephant in the woods. Like, are you gonna go up to it and say, "Hold on a second, I need to take a picture of you"? My my first reaction wasn't, "I need footage because I'm gonna have a lawsuit." Mine was, "Oh my god, I cannot believe what I'm looking at. Yeah. How am I gonna protect my kids?" You don't think like, "Oh gosh, I'm gonna videotape this so I can like show people that they really are." Ex-. You don't think that way. Well, it sounds like you want them to exist. Oh, I know they exist. I don't want them to exist. I know they exist. Hmm. So are, do you think that thousands of people are all delusional and liars and hoaxers? Well, I mean, urban legends and folklore is all, it makes for a good story. It's fun to talk about. Say you had kids mm-hmm. and you saw something like that and you know about the missing people, the missing children, the missing women. Mm-hmm. Um, would you want to do something to try to change if you called someone for help, like say, God forbid. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, if I really did see, you know, a, a Sasquatch that, um, that would be really hard to explain to people. Um, and if I didn't, especially if I didn't have good footage, yeah, I would just figure no one would believe me. It's hard, yeah. I don't have the best footage, but. Yeah. In my heart, I, I speak genuine. I speak my heart. Yeah. I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing it to help others. And if I don't win this case, maybe I'm doing something in the right direction. So maybe 5, 10, 1,500 years, you're going to say, she tried this avenue, let's try this avenue. Mm-hmm. Because there are more sightings, more and more and more. And I don't have 30 people messaging me a day on Messenger asking, like, thanking me, like, or what can we do to help you? Look, I found hair. I found, like, a tooth. Like, I found this. Like, I mean, people are coming together. We're tired of, of not knowing what this thing is. Like, what, what is this? Why can't we find a body? Hmm. You know, what do, what do you think about my story? Your honest opinion? Um, well, you know, I wasn't there, so it's... it's but I, I believe you're sincere about it, and um, you're passionate about it. But... Do you see the creature on the tree? It's weird. It just looks like a shadow. I don't know. I don't see. Yeah, I don't see. It's not. It's not good enough for me. That footage, anyway. If but. I showed you like more um, people that have analyzed the footage of it scratching its face and its eyes, uh-huh. would that convince you? Maybe, but it's still at the end of the day. It's just uh, the evidence isn't concrete enough. It's like. Um, it's like. Do you do you believe nine eleven was staged? No. Yeah, see, like, there's this, there's, like, a t- ton of people that, you I know, know. Yeah. conspiracy. We so, live in a flat earth. Do we live in a flat earth? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, did you watch that? <laughs> no, I was, gonna, I was going to. Yeah. But let us know what you think in the comments, uh, any experiences yourselves, um, where you live, and what sightings you've had. Uh, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Yeah. Please check out Claudia's YouTube channel, link in the description. And I will see you next week.